Alrighty, Creedcast, we've got the preview for the Western Bulldogs game coming up uh, tonight at 7.10pm, Alberton Standard Time at the Adelaide Oval. Uh, another home game for us, two weeks in a row, playing on Saturday night, which is quite nice. Um, so we've got a yeah, big game coming up against the Doggies, obviously. With how well they're um, travelling along at the moment, um, sitting in second with just the one loss against last year's Premiers. Richmond, um, a couple of weeks ago on a Friday night game that was um, uh, a pretty pretty good game, um, obviously, with the Doggies. Um, uh, leading much of the way early and then uh, the Richmond running over the top and kind of at the time felt like a bit of a statement game for Richmond but then they've you know they're a bit up and down at the moment but um, with one loss to Richmond the Doggies certainly don't have um, there's no bad losses in, in their in their record obviously it was just the one loss there um, so they're a team that is um, up and about and um, one that is a big big test for us but luckily it's at home um, so yeah I guess that's where, that's where the probably the point to start because We've had a couple of tests this year, probably three that you could um, you could tick off as the real big tests. Um, two of them were not did not go well. Um, West Coast um, early on in the season there when we went over to Perth uh, did not go well at all. Um, the next week we came back and had a home game against Richmond, which did uh, was a really good game and we came out on top. Um, so test passed there. It was um, a two week, a very um, interesting two weeks that. But then, yeah, a couple of weeks ago we head up to Brisbane and play Brisbane at the Gabba and get touched up up there too. So. Um, it is the question that's been asked a couple of times of Port Adelaide this year, you know, in the media and all that stuff about how we're tracking against the against our fellow top sides, and um, you know, there's a lot of lot of stuff that's set out in the media that really just you just got to uh, push aside and go, yeah, yeah, that's just the media's doing what they have to do. Um, so what happens? Um, I think uh, it was Hamish Hartlett was on. Um, trying to think which show he was on. He was on one of the radio shows this week. I can't think of which one it was. Um, and he was saying, he kind of just insinuated, he's just like, you know, as um, you might have been um, uh, Will and Penbo on 5AA in the morning because I'm pretty sure um, it was Penbothy that said, you know, as um, when he was working at the paper, um, you know, there's a couple of political reporters, a couple of real estate guys, a couple of local reporters, and then there's 900 AFL reporters kind of just insinuating there's a lot of people that are doing doing that job and um, a lot of people writing and so a lot of people have to write a bunch of stuff that doesn't really matter and um, and Hartlett kind of insinuated that he just, you know, a lot of it's bullshit anyway and he doesn't, doesn't read too much into it, doesn't look at the news too much. So with that in mind, that means a lot of the media talk um, about Port and their, our record against top sides, um, while there is things that we need to work on, um, some, of the, some of the stuff can be out overblown, you know, flat track bully stuff and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think I did talked about that in the Brisbane Review a few weeks ago that um, a lot of premiers in the last 10 years and teams that have played in grand finals have had just so-and-so records against the top eight because you do win and lose against the top eight a lot. That's where your losses do come from a lot if you're a top side is, um, you know, if you lose four or five, six games in a year, then most of those will be against teams around you and the, around you in the standings. You're not going to get you know, it might be the occasional surprise loss against a team floating around 8, 9, 10, but generally you're going to be losing to a top eight side um, if you're having losses on your record as one of those top sides. So that's, you know, there's not too much to read into there, but we do still need to um, start, you know, if we're going to um, entrench ourselves in the top four, um, we need to um, protect the home deck is a big thing. So um, that's probably what makes this game a little bit more, even more important than it would be if we were playing uh, the dogs away because, um, you know, if you can keep your home record pretty pretty sweet throughout a year, then that's the perfect platform to build on um, for getting yourselves in that top four and hopefully top two as well. Um, so if the dogs present um, a great another great test, I keep saying there's opportunities um, in these games 
um, I, with my tit- titling of the um, of the preview pods, and I'm saying that these these games present incredible opportunities for our side to uh, see where we're at, show what we're doing, and um, and and get a big big win um, against a side that is um, looking very good this year in the Dogs. So, yeah, I guess we'll um, start looking at the Dogs team real quick and see where they're at. Alrighty, so the Dogs have got a few. Few ins, a few outs. Um, just like any team at this point of the season, it's kind of like us every week. We're, we're rotating a few in and out with injuries and whatnot. But um, the dogs that get um, Bailey Williams coming back, which is a um, good little player for them in the defense. Um, been out for a few weeks with um, collarbone injury. Um, he's an SA lad, so he's coming back into the side as per the Western Bulldogs release of their side release. That's what they've said. So I'm just going with that. Um, so yeah, he's um, he's coming back in. Um, good for my fantasy team. I've got him in my um, keeper keeper league that I'm in. He's one of my th- defenders. So, but um, I, might, I might actually just leave him out of the side because I don't want to. I don't want to be hoping for anything good out of him. Um, but yeah, Bailey Williams back in. Um, there's a, and then they've got um, Cody Whiteman and Rourke Smith coming in for their first um, games in 2021. So. They've got Tim English still out, which is a big one for us as far as the ruck goes, particularly with what we're doing in the ruck at the moment. Um, we're having to make some changes, obviously, with Lysett, um out for a few weeks with that after that um, tackle on Ned McHenry last week. And Lockie Hunter's um, not, not back in either, according to this. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, they've got... Um, They've got some, you know, not. No, I'm not going to say they've got issues in the ruck, but they've got. They're going. They're going incredibly young in the ruck as well. I think it's Jordan Sweet that's in the ruck for them because they've got. Obviously, I said Tim English is still out with that concussion. Um, they're just a little bit worried. About, I think he was um, struggling. I think um, what I read earlier in the week or heard was that he was um, a lot of um, he, dealing with some headaches and stuff still. So um, now this is why the concussion protocols are important. You know, he's um, he was out for the time it was meant to be, but they've actually. The good thing is that they are managing. What's going on with Tim English and um and and he's out for another week because they're still a little bit worried about what's going on there. Um, well, maybe not worried, just uh, making sure he, he gets up right. Um, and they give the the brain the full the time it needs to recover. But um, that means that we're going in um against Jordan Sweet as the main ruckman, I I believe. Um, I think because I think Stephen Martin's out as well, so I'm not even sure he's what. Yeah, I we'll see. Um. But uh, yeah, that's um, yeah a, a, a good thing, I guess, on our end. Um, obviously, I don't want to see you know players missing time for concussions because that's a worry as far as their their future career goes. But um, you know, look, we've just got to look at it from our end and say with what we're dealing with in our ruck stocks and um, and with Lysit out, and certainly we're not um, bereft of um, options with um, the the tough call selections we had this week. Uh, with working out which ruckman we go with, because there's um we got a couple of good options waiting in the wings, um but um it's certainly when you we're not exactly sure um it's certainly and in a game that uh, is going to require um any advantage where we can take it with um how um swift the, the doggies can move the ball I think it's um it's certainly an advantage for us to um hopefully have a bit of an advantage in the ruck at the moment um. But um, yeah, apart from that, the teams um, look. The doggies are a very, very good team. We've got a lot of the, a lot of that core. Um, those guys that you know have been around for a few years now, back since our twenty sixteen little miracle run to the premiership. Um, you know, uh, Liber and Bonampelli and and you know, you know Eastern Woods and all those guys. But then they've got those those recruits they made with you know Adam Trelaw, which was um, you know one of the most incredible um, pickups uh, in. Com- 
you know, in you know stories of last year's trade period with how that went down. But um, he seems pretty happy at the kennel. Um, and then they've got Josh Bruce there, who's um, one of those forwards that, uh, you know, for years you probably used quite maligned um, with what he what he was doing and now he's just um, he's he's had an okay year this year I'm um, kicking some kick some big bags and um, just looks a bit more comfortable playing in a, in a side that um, is playing good footy um, sometimes that's you know those forwards that uh, play that kind of role just um, when they find themselves in a good side that's just where they can settle and um, you know but they've got a lot of um, talent across the field the one area that um, has been highlighted as an issue for them, um, and they're just making up for that by the way that they're they're swift, their in- incredible ability to. I mean, that's the, that's probably the thing we've got to watch out for most before we get to where we can um, get them. Is just uh, we're going to have to control the ball because the dogs, when they get their hands on it and um, and move the ball and they and they're in in motion and kind of just in the and the games on their terms, um, they're incredibly hard to stop. They move the ball really quickly, really swiftly, um, and they get it in um, on mass to their forwards and. Um, and uh, and 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 provide incredible opportunities to score. Um, we saw last week when they ran over the top of Carlton with eight goals in a row, and they were just they once they get that they, they get that movement going and that flow going in their footy, um, that's just a, it's really hard to stop. So it's going to be something that we're going to have to try and get on top of them early, and um, and just make sure any any periods of time that they uh, have that kind of movement going, then we can lean on our defense, hopefully, um, with who, you know, we, we talked about, I talked about in the pre- review of the Crows game. They had a great game last week. Um, locked down that Crows forward line incredibly well and, and forced the Crows into just bombing in there and hoping hoping something would happen. Um, that's what, kind of what we need. The Now, I'm not expecting that's what the, um, the you know, the doggies will do because they're they're probably the hell of a lot better ball users than the crows um, in general um, with those guys they've got in there. But um, that's what we've got to hope for is that um, the uh, that our defense can, can when that happens because it's it's a game of footy. Inevitably, we're going to have moments in the game where they're going to have a bit more of the ball than we do. Um, we're just going to make sure those moments are less and uh, and control the ball and control the game and and take our opportunities when we've got the when we've got the. Um, ascendancy but uh we've, when we've got um those moments where they're, they're kind of uh, making their pushes we've got a um hopefully hopefully we can lean on our defense again which has been a strong point for us all season um and yeah um have them do the job back there and and, and get the game back on our terms the area where um you know the, the doggies do have the deep a few weaknesses and there was an um, article was just um on afl websites i think um actually it just popped up this morning from the looks it says just now so um, essentially that um, the dogs have had some back, you know, just a few games where they've had um, big forwards get, you know, a couple of goals, essentially. Um, you know, Harry Mackay kicked four on Alex Keith last week. Um, back in round two, I think, is the big one that they're highlighting that um, West Coast, you know, they, the dogs got over the line in that one. We had Kennedy kick four, Darling kick three, and Oscar Allen kick two. Um, you know, round one versus Collingwood, he had Cox and Meyer get a couple each and, you know, versus Brisbane in round four, Hitwood, and they're not actually big numbers in a lot of these ones, but I think they were just trying to highlight that there is um, big forwards can get, you know, there's just a, and the dog's defense just doesn't quite lock it down like um, ours has at times this year and a few others. Um, they're just um, missing a few of those giant defenders. He's kind of, I guess you could call, say it's similar to where we were last year. Um, you know, without a leer in there, sometimes occasionally those big forwards would just get a handle on us and, and do the job, and that's just something we had to deal with, and we we managed it because we 
you know, with the talent we had back there and just how we used it and how we'd play the team defense and and worked 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 out how to play it. You know, McKenzie had a great year last year with what he was doing and, and um we worked it out and, and we worked it out to the point of almost making the grand final and winning it. So it's not like it's a detriment to the team too much, but it's certainly a um, area that we can attack. Now that's going to require um, what we're doing in our side to be um, to be spot on as well, because we had issues at times with our forward fifty entries against against teams like this. Um, so it's going to require us getting the getting um, control in the middle a lot more than we did in a couple of those games against uh, Brisbane and West Coast. But um, yeah, we'll have a look at our side now and see where we're at. So yeah, selections were good fun this week for our Port Adelaide boys. Um, we've got um, obviously the license unfortunately out for four weeks after that sling tackle on Ned McHenry and we've just got to accept that and go move forward now um, so the big discussion this week really was um, Laddams or Sam Hayes because um, I mean if anyone's been watching um, the Sandful this year I've, I mean I've seen two games I went to the, the Norwood game at the start of the season which um, was pretty bereft of um, anything joyous to take out of it. One of the things was that um, Hayes had a really good game in that one, actually. <laughs> it was just a, um, the Norwood midfielders were reading the ball better <laughs> than ours were. But um, Hayes, he's, he was really good there and one of the few um, shining lights. And then um, last week against the Crows, I was one to the, the curtain raiser as, and watched that, made sure to get down there so we could uh, support the boys down there in the sandful as well. And again, he just looked he looks great. Um but Laddams did as well, and that's the thing is, um, yeah, Laddams like Hayes was, um, um, obviously he's he's a lot more of a traditional, um, you know, tap ruckman in the middle, but he's he he gets around the ground all right and does a lot of does a lot of things. But I think where Laddams has kind of um, looked really good last week is the fact that he's playing the ruck, but then he's getting forward and kicking two or three. I think he might have kicked three goals last week in the end. Um, apologies if I'm wrong on that. I'm just trying to remember my um, memories of the game. But he kicked a couple of. The typical Adams fashion. There's a couple of really good goals there, and um, you know, just um, I think probably by virtue of the fact that Adams has been in the AFL system a bit more, um, they give he's basically essentially getting first crack at it. I think from the way that Ken Hinckley spoke, you know, he said he's he deserves another shot, um, and uh, as particularly now that he's going to be the lead ruck, um, he that's where it, it kind of just I I reckon it was a real tough one. Um, at selections this week and um, Hayes is a bit stiff to miss out as well but unfortunately when you've got two talented guys um, waiting in the wings both playing good in the sandfall then it's just that's that's this is the position we're in we, we knew this was going to be the case at the start of the year um, with our selections and it's just um, a, a tough one that we've had to make and um, but Hayes certainly um, he keeps playing well down in the sandfall he won't take too long um, and you know whether he gets a go in the next couple of weeks depending on how we go but hopefully um, Adam's Goes really well tonight. Um, obviously, as I mentioned before, um, the dogs are a bit light on in the ruck department too. So we shouldn't, we don't have to worry too much about um, you know the the amount of rucking Laddam's going to have to. He's, he'll just be in the same position that the dogs guys will be in. That there will be a bit of a ruck by committee. I think that Laddam's will take some. Um, Dixon has been playing a fair bit of um, doing a, doing all right in the ruck when he he's called upon as well. And um, I think it would just be a bit of that. And you know, Marshall takes one here and there and. Um, you know, whether it really takes one of the back lines here and there as well. But, um, you know, Laddams will take it. The good thing with Laddams inside as well is um, beyond his rucking, his um, his uh, foot and hands, feet and hands will be um, handy against a side like um, uh, the dogs with um, so much talent around the ball. Um, having another bloke that can um, get in there and, um, you know, get the kick or the handball off 
and uh, just getting into the guts of it will be uh, handy as well. Um, he's um, certainly probably, as far as that part of his game goes, is a bit more developed than Hayes. Um, and, you know, Laddam certainly knows um, what it's like to play in a big game, um, you know, a big game against a, a, a top-of-the-table rival. Um, you know, Laddam's had a really great one against Richmond about this time last year as well, um, or probably a bit, it was June, I think, last year or July. Maybe, but, um, yeah, that point of the season, I guess, as far as the, the weird COVID um schedule we were working with last year but um he's played a few of these big games um you know in the past and uh, he's uh he i think thrives on it as well and he will certainly thrive on the fact that he's um in there as the lead as well yeah excuse me um and uh i think he's um he's again a tough one of selections this week but i think laddams has probably done enough in the past to earn a shot um back up there but it's certainly a tough one that i would like to have seen hayes come up as well but um I can't say I'm not happy to see Laddams either. It's just, it's just uh, that's what the situation was. We had a, a tough call. Um, the other one coming in is Riley Bonner. He's had a, he had a, he looked good last week. Um, uh, he's had a couple of good weeks in the sample apparently, but last week's the only one that I've seen myself. So I'll speak on that. And he looked good last week. He was moving well. Um, looked confident too. Um, and he was moving and uh, uh, distributing the ball well, and um, and looked really um, that run and kind of carry that we're going to need to kind of replace because obviously he's coming in for Houston um, who's out with that, that AC joint um, that's just um, a management thing unfortunately there's no nothing really much more to say than uh, Houston just needs a bit of rest on that uh, which is a frustrating one um, might be the uh, uh, Wilbur Wilson story of this year Houston if he can uh, you know battles through that throughout the year but um, he's getting a bit of rest this week with that one and luckily we've got guys like Bonner waiting in the wings and you know Bonner's another bloke that's um, had plenty of time up in the AFL system um, already um, and a guy that um, could could definitely use a big performance against a team like the Dogs but um, certainly with what he's done in this sample the last couple of weeks I think he's um, he's certainly um, deserving of his shot coming up again and um, I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes again up in the up in the um, the AFL um, side uh, I think it looks like Frederick um, He's out, listed as out again, but um, whether he comes in as a sub again, I think Mays, McKenzie, and Hayes have all been named as um, emergencies as well. So um, and as long along with Frederick, so one of those will be named as a medical substitute. Um, which um, I think it'll be Frederick again, but it's actually um, I'd be interested to see where they go with that because Mays has certainly been the sub a few times this year. I don't think it'll be McKenzie um, or, or Hayes, but um, I think Mays and Frederick are certainly in line for that that subs. Subs position, um, I'd like to see Frederick get a get a go again. So, um, but Mays certainly, uh, Mays has certainly gone all right um, at times when he's been called upon as well. So, um, yeah, we'll see where that one goes. But um, I've, it's hard, always hard to predict. But um, I think, yeah, Frederick, um, he can he can play a variety of roles and might be um, a handy one to come in if we do lose someone this this week. And um, yeah, so we'll see how that one goes. Apart from that. Um, Obviously, we're lining up strong. Um, pretty apart from those those ins and outs, it's the same side that did the job against um, those uh, that on the mob last week. So, a big game for our forwards. Um, I did touch on the fact that um, there was an article um, on the AFL website about um, the Western Bulldogs' struggles against two forwards. Um, so that puts the that puts the pressure on ours a little bit to to try and do the job. Um, no, no pressure. They 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 know what they've got to do. But um, yeah, it's um, a big game for the Dixon, Marshall, and Georgiades trio. They did a, had a good one last week, um, getting the job done, um, leading the line, 
Um, Dixon certainly stand his mark early um, with a couple of goals in the first quarter and could have had three if they'd um, paid him mark correctly. So um, he's probably feeling a bit more confident again after, you know, there was things said about him after the Brisbane game, which were just frankly um, untrue um, about. There's, there's a lot of people that just watch... You know whether it's journalists, um, unfortunately, a lot uh, lead lead this charge a lot, as well as opposition fans that just catch port games occasionally and just all they watch is for Dixon to take a mark and kick a goal, and they don't see the other things he's doing around the field, and um, and that's that's to there. That's um, but unfortunately, those opinions get out there, and um, Dixon's just one of those scapegoats, I guess. I think, and um, that's just what he. But I don't think he pays too much more to that, and he'll keep doing his job and and doing it well. Um, but we, yeah, we need Dixon and just that trio to stand up and kick some goals. Even if Dixon doesn't kick a bag, um, and we need then we need Marshall and Georgiades too. And Georgiades, um, certainly, um, the way he's flying for the ball and kicking the ball, and he's just he's he's in a rich vein of um, early early career form that um, we just want to ride that wave at the moment. Um, as he's as he continues to learn um, the at the game at the highest level, um, he's certainly making his mark known as well. So. Um, I'd be I'd love to see Georgiades um, get off the leash a little bit, as well as um, you know Marshall and Dixon do their job as well, and of course our small forwards. Um, Fantasia is one I'm looking at particularly to um, not not I'm actually just fine with how he's tracking as far as he's um, he's moving well, and he's just um, I was looking at his goal. I think he's got 15 goals, 16 for the season. Um, or whether I'm whether I'm looking at stats from after last week's game or before, I can't remember. I just remember seeing that at some point in the last week. Um, so that's where I'm just um, looking for Fantasia just to just to start getting that back a bit above 500 as far as the um the scoring percentage goes because um it's uh he's missed some you know and he does take take, take a lot of um high um low percentage um risk reward kind of you know those running snaps and stuff like that but um there's a few set shots he's missing as well at the moment just um get those it's just those ones just try to get. You know, get get a bit more, get a few more goals, and get that that um, goals versus points um, table a bit more back in the positives. Because fifteen goals, sixteen certainly shows that he's getting plenty of the ball and getting these opportunities. He's just not kicking. He's not, just not converting at a good enough uh, clip at the moment. And um, you know, a, a big game against the Dogs at home on a Saturday night will be a good opportunity for him to kind of light it up again and get a few of those. Few of those, um, you know, Brian Taylor kind of um, highlights, uh, highlight reels, and not that I want Brian Taylor on the commentary too much, but um, everyone knows what I mean when it comes to the Fantasia. So, um, and then Motlop um, had it been having a, I've been liking Motlop's game this year as well. So I'm hoping he gets he he kind of plays that role again this year. He, he the way he's leading into space and finding space, kind of. Um, He's not the part of the tall forward trio, but what he how he leads for the ball and he's kind of um, operating in those, those circles a little bit at the moment too. So um, yeah, it's a it's a good again every week I say they've got a fucking amazing forward line. I just want to see a few of those guys, um, you know, like like Fantasia and and Co get um, just get off the leash a little bit more as well as convert at a bit bit better clip. Um, certainly Dixon, Georgiades, and Marshall was pretty happy with last week, but um, just see a few of those guys get and you know I haven't even mentioned Rosie and Gray, but they've um, it's just how talented our forward line is, but uh, that we've they they're just um the the cherries on top down there really, and Gray certainly um he he pop, he's popping into midfield a bit as well and do it still doing it playing his role incredibly at at his age still so um beyond that it's really just um you know the defense um I mentioned I talked about them a bit um, when I was talking about the dogs a bit more but um yeah I think the defense has got another big test this week but um. 
they they just played so so incredibly well last week, and I can just um, see them relishing the opportunity to shut down this dogs dogs forward line and make life tough for them. And um, I don't have much more to say, but just go go on, boys, do the job um, <laughs> with the with the defense. Um, just looking at you know when I see that lineup um, every week, I'm just so happy when you see Hartley Jonas and Vern Jones named across half back, and then Aaliyah Cleary and Burton. Um, yeah, again, I think I mentioned a few weeks ago how Burton's just such a such a nice um, story this year is how he's going, knock on wood, um, just after a couple of injury hit seasons just to see. We can see why um, we were so lucky out of that Chad, Chad Wingard trade with how he's going because, um, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd do that trade any any week now, um, any year now, um, any day now. Um, if you get Burton for Wingard and everything else we got out of all those moves to – to lock in Rosie and Butters and Dersmer at that time as well. Um, you know, just incredible. Um, and Burton's, um, you know, you know, Wingard gave us some good memories, but Burton, Burton back there is just such a key part of that back line now and how, how, how good, how well he handles the ball and runs off half back as well and, um, and, um, distributes. So he's just a, he's just an incredibly, incredible defender. And, um, and we're, we're just lucky to see him fit now as well and, um, doing his, playing his role. But, that defense has got another, you know, big test, and they they they're certainly not ones that have been um, had their colours lowered too much this year. Um, even in the losses, it's often been um, more on our our midfield and our forward fifty injuries rather than defense not holding holding down their um, holding down their job. So um, yeah, a big job for them. But um, uh, otherwise, you know, midfield as per usual is just um, uh, the the uh, let's hope the stars do the job. Um, obviously, missing Houston will be. Um, Coming off up uh, will be a tough one, but um, we got um, Drew's been looking uh, look looking more and more comfortable at the AFL level. Um, I've been yeah he's he was in the best again last week I think and um, Carl Amon uh, lock for all Australia at this point um, incredible uh, incredible year he's having so far and then your Ollie Wines Power Pepper and Poke um, they'll just be um, yeah keen for keen to just do their job and um, yeah Berg I'm looking forward to seeing Bergman every week is um, I'm just enjoying his game his his size and his ability to mark as well as um and, and distribute the ball um, still occasionally has those little moments where it's just um just take another s- split second you know you can just see something but it's becoming less and less um, I think as well he's just starting to get that comfort level is starting to come now. Um, so um, really happy. It's it's incredible when you look at the guys that we have out of our side at the moment to look at what we've got um, in there and be pretty pretty happy with it all. Um, and the amount of the, the the really interesting thing is to finish off here, I guess, as I wrap up this um, rambling little preview, is that um, these guys that while your butters and your Dersmers and and your Lockie Jones, um, oh, he's, he's a new player as well. But um, and as particular, but you know, guys like Houston are missing as well. Um, and you've got Rockcliffe, who's just unfortunately out for um, a majority of the season at this point, um, with the, the the incredible bad luck run of um, knee issues he's had um, since he did both of them in the same game. Um, but the the incredible thing is that we're we're getting the opportunity to blood some of these guys that um, may have struggled to get too many games this year. You know, you're. Um, you know Bergman maybe getting more time than he would. Um, you know if if Dersma Butters and and Houston and everyone were fit, um, Drew as well is in there a lot more probably than he would have been, and um, he was in there from the start. So who knows? But you know, it's a lot of these guys that are getting some incredible um, experience um, and real solid week week to, week to week to week um, experience this year. And then they, they, they might, they, unfortunately, if we do get to a point where you've got, got guys coming back in more than we've got guys going out, 
um, which is where we want to be. Um, a few of these guys are going to start missing out, but um, the experience and uh, going moving forward, um, as far as their value to the side and everything, um, will be is is incredible. So th- the fact that we're sitting there in the top four at six and two, um, going into a battle against the dogs um, with these kind of guys getting that kind of experience is a really good position to be in. So. And a good, um, just a, a a good tick for the the list management crew that um, are recruiting these guys and get these guys on the side, um, uh, and just ensuring that um, even with these um, pretty big injuries that we've had um, to this point this year, that we um, are still tracking along all right and uh, hopefully looking good for another win uh, tonight against a, a against a, a tough side. Um, but the dogs, as I said, they're a tough side. They're a top top two side at the moment and uh, haven't haven't had their haven't had um, a bad loss this year yet I would say you know you would have thought um it would have been nice to see um them from their standpoint I would have probably would you know if they'd been able to hold on to that win against Richmond um it's not always sucks when you kind of get run over the top of by a a side but um it certainly doesn't doesn't mean too much you know you can't read into it too much as far as uh, they're not they're, they're pretenders or anything they they were in a battle and just Richmond um got a run on them but um We've got to look at that and um, see where we can, what we can get out of that, and and and, and try to kind of do the same thing to them. I think uh, the dogs are um, a team that can score quickly and swiftly, as I've said, but um, against better sides, um, it is a bit more a struggle. And we've got to try and show that we are um, that side to them. Uh, lock it down and the, lock it down and make it hard for them to score, and then and then utilize the fact that. Um, there is uh, question marks on their defense as far as how they can handle it, and we've got if there's any forward line um, in the competition, um, you know, alongside you know the, the West Coast back in round two were probably a pretty fit forward line as well. Um, but yeah, there's not you know our forward line is one uh, with the who's who that we've got there of um, you know between the smalls and the talls. Um, there's not been any better forward line in the competition really. To um, as long as the entries are entries are clean and 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 effective, that uh, can take advantage of whatever perceived issues that the Western Bulldogs defense has. So that's the test for us. Um, make sure we take the opportunity because um, it's um, that forward line. Um, you know, we we need to we need a big big game again against the top side to. Um, a lot of a lot of eyes are on this one this week, and um, we've got to got to um, kind of show the rest of the AFL um, what we've got. And um, yeah, because beyond the memories of the Richmond game, there's a lot there's a lot more people looking at those Western uh, Western West Coast and um, Brisbane games as as um, as little issues for us. And not that that matters too much to us, of course. But um, we we want to we want to we need the need the win. Keep and certainly a win against the Western Bulldogs. Uh, will um, entrench us even more in that top four, and and also bring us um, and and you know close the gap to the top. It will put us equal on points, and um, and uh, and you know percentage wise, it will depend on how much we win by. Which um, I I don't know how to read. Um, I think it could surprisingly. I'd like I'd love to see us win by about five goal. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, it could be closer than that, but I think um, I'm hoping that we kind of take the uh, the advantage of the home crowd and um, being at home against the dogs and just um, do the job on them and, and and try to make a bit of a statement and try to win, try to win a bit more comfortably. It'll probably a lot a lot of people might be thinking it'll be a, a pick 'em between uh, you know within ten points, but um, I'm hopeful of uh, doing the job doing the job well and getting a getting a a nice. Um, Surprisingly comfortable win would be nice. Um, so let's get, so let's just predict five goals. Let's get the job done. Let's make a statement here against the top four side, against the top two side, against the side that um, has got same ambitions as us now as far as how they've started the season. They're um, 
They're wanting to kind of barnstorm their way through the league this year again like they did in 2016, but even more so by starting out and, and getting themselves in the top four and even in an even better opportunity spot to do that. So they're a challenger for us at the moment and we've got to let's stand up as a challenge and, um, and show them why we're, why we're up there and, uh, and, and get a little bit of a statement will be bloody wonderful. So, yeah, I'm going to just go be bold and predict five-goal win and um, let's fucking go for it. Let's do, let's do the job. Let's go seven and two and, uh, and get the job done and, um, and get another big scalp. So, come on the pair. Let's go.